0: This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 643 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by Fleeceworks, manufacturers of the brand new TheraWool saddle pads. Beautiful enough for show, Tough enough for everyday use, and all the quality you expect from Fleeceworks. Hi, Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from Betty Fay. Betty has ridden, taught, and trained in all three disciplines, but lost her heart to dressage. Her teaching style blends biomechanics, communication, and common sense, a true cowgirl in a dressage saddle. Today's tip is about flipping. Your dressage whip, that is. Enjoy this lively chat about the mental chores like this that are such a good investment, and listen carefully for the bonus sub-tip. But first, a word about today's sponsor, Fleeceworks. I had the opportunity to chat with Team Fleeceworks rider Tamara Smith the other day, and here's what this talented young member of the 1991 Junior Olympic team had to say about Fleeceworks saddle pads.
1: I uh-huh. actually just had a recent um, situation where I had a client of mine who was having trouble riding his horse um, just on the bit in the dressage. And he's a fairly uh, new rider to eventing. Um, and so he was having some balance issues. Um, and Judy happened to be there, actually, because we were doing some stuff with um, the Fleece Works Cinco horse. And she said, you know, we should add these wool inserts to his pad and see if this helps with the balance of his, of his saddle. And it completely changed the horse.
0: And there you have it. Check out Fleeceworks.com online, www.fleeceworks.com, and see their new line of Thera Wool saddle pads. And now, enjoy today's tip. And greetings to Betty Faye today on Horse Tip Daily. We haven't chatted for some time. Um, what sort of tips do you have for us today from the Great West? <laughs>
1: Hi, Jennifer. Well, um, you know, a lot of riders carry a whip when they ride. You know, in dressage, for example, is very common, and those whips are very long. So I want to talk about that little knack that you need to practice and develop, how to flip the whip from the left side to the right side and vice versa when you're on the back of a horse.
0: Oh, yeah, that famous, um, gee, my horse is always swinging his quarters to the left. Could that be because you never take the whip out of your right hand? (laughs)
1: <laughs> exactly. Okay. <laughs> or if you're riding an indoor arena, you know, you're hitting the wall with that whip. you got to move it to the other hand sometimes.
0: <laughs> well, and yeah, and exactly how do you do that? Because I'm sure there's lots of folks that um, that's a bit of a struggle.
1: Well, it does take a little bit of a knack to flip it over the horse's neck and over his head so that you don't whack him in the ears. And if you have a horse like mine used to be when she was younger, she's a real diva. Any motion over her neck, and she'd get all snaky-necked and kind of snarly with me. She hated it. So you've got to get the right height to it, not too fast, not too slow. So it just takes a little bit of practicing taking that whip. But you don't need to do it from the back of a horse. You can practice it at home. It's
0: Probably a good a idea the first lot. few times, right?
1: That's right. Yeah.
0: Because right. <laughs> it could go wrong. <laughs>
1: The, the thing about flipping a whip for a lot of people besides getting the just getting it to clear the horse's neck and not flipping it over their ears is that they drop the contact of the reins, you know, and, and then you kind of defeat the purpose if you've lost your contact, and I think that's why most people don't even flip the whip because they have those reins in their hands and they don't want that rein to slip. Uh-huh. So if you if you make a bridge with your reins with one hand just as you're getting ready to flip that whip, then you can take, you. if you do lose the contact with the hand that has the whip as you're moving it to the other hand, you still have the reins in the other hand. You still have both reins. So
0: part of the trick is make sure you get the reins. Now, you're riding along with the rein in each hand, and for the purposes mm -hmm. of this example, you've got your whip in your left hand. So do you, Okay. when you go to flip your whip, do you put everything into your left hand, or should you be holding both reins in your right hand when you get started?
1: Put both reins in your right hand.
0: Put both reins in your right hand. Okay.
1: Mhm. So that you can take your hand, twist your your uh, wrist, so that you can flip your whip into your right hand, and then you can ke- catch the whip with your right hand and pick up your rein again with your left, so that you have then you're back to normal. You're S- balanced. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we hope. So, do you when you say flip? Um, since our listeners can't see what we're doing, right. explain to me exactly what you mean by flip.
1: Well, you've got your, right, your whip in your left hand. You've got the, it pointing down towards the horse's hind leg, and you twist your, your wrist so that your thumb twists towards the um, center of the horse's neck, towards his ma- into his mane, and that whip comes up and across and then you reach over with your other hand and take it. So you have a, a twist to your wrist. So... And you open up your pinky fingers and release that whip.
0: So whenever you, you your, go, it, it you turn your... Because normally when you're riding along, when you're riding English, and you're holding your reins, the thumb is towards the top, and the top button mm-hmm. of your whip is towards the top. So you rotate your wrist so the button of the whip oh. rotates towards the horse's withers, and the flippy end of the whip rotates towards the sky, right? Correct. And then you take the right hand. Now, how do you grab it? Because now now it's upside down. So you have to take the opposite hand and turn it so that when you grab the whip and you bring your hand back to its normal position, the whip is all in the right spot.
1: Right. So you kind of do the same thing with your right hand. You... Twist your, turn your wrist so that it goes down towards the horse's withers. Open up the back fingers, baby finger, ring finger, and take the whip from there and continue the flip so that it's coming down and around over your horse's shoulder.
0: And it's something you, having done this, it's something you should practice off of the horse (laughs) a few hundred times.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes more than a few hundred, depending on on how easy it comes to you. But, you know, don't practice it so much with looking at, at it. It's one of those things that it's a muscle memory thing. It's not a heavy, whips are not a heavy thing. It's really easy to do, um, but it does take a little bit of practice. There's a little knack to it. But once you have the knack, then it's a piece of cake and you have it for life.
0: There you go. It's kind of like when you first learn to ride, shortening and lengthening the reins, It's it's... It's a mental chore, or tying your shoes. Once once you get it, you've got it forever, and, and you don't even have to think twice about it.
1: Exactly, and you know another good thing to practice with if you have a fly wisp is using a fly wisp because horses don't seem to be mind that at all if it accidentally brushes against them because after all it's just their tail. It feels just like their tail. All right, a fly and wisp is a long is a work- stick with a hank of hair on it.
0: Yeah, and, and we'll have a sub-tip in here. If you have a horse that is a little oversensitive to having a whip near his body, a handy way to help him get used to that sort of thing is to carry a fly whisk like that and let him get used to the motion. Because a lot of horses, it's not the whip itself. It's the motion of the horse, of the human, and that thing moving around above his ears. That It's a great way to help desensitize horses while you're riding to those kinds of movements and those kinds of sights above his head is to carry that fly whisk, and it's got the dual purpose of keeping the deer flies off of his ears. So we have a works, great whip great tip. Great Yeah, and That's works right. on the cobwebs, absolutely, when you're riding down the trail and the, it's going to hit you in the face. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. That's the advantage to being on the short horse I can duck. I, always get, the, I get the tall riders to go ahead of me.
1: Oh, you cheat. (laughs) Take out the
0: cobwebs. Well, thank you very much for the really handy and useful tip for trail riders, horse riders of slightly spooky horses and dressage riders. We'll all get something out of this one. Thank you so much for stopping by today. And we're going to see you next time. Oh,
1: thank you, Jennifer.
0: And there you go. To listen to all of Betty's tips, just go to horsetipdaily.com and go to the experts drop down menu on the left. Don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they make these podcasts possible. Today's sponsor has been Fleeceworks. Ask for Fleeceworks new TheraWool pads at your local tax supplier, or you can visit them online at fleeceworks.com. Your horse and your wallet will both thank you. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover on the show. You can subscribe to all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zune and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zune, or MP3 player. You can also listen to the shows right on Facebook. The player's right there every day. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse!